welcome to Called Bank Sports. Here, we're going to get into this jazz game where they had just a really rough showing against the Nuggets. It does not help that the Nuggets were able to shoot 15 of 17 from three-point range in the first half. Um, I believe that's the best three-point shooting in a half in NBA history. And you have to like manipulate that statistics in some ways, but to put it into perspective, the most three pointers ever made in a half in NBA history, the Golden State Warriors hit 17 on 27 shooting. The Nuggets hit 15, so two less, and took the number of shots that Golden State made in their half. So, yeah, there's some defensive problems. The Jazz could have done things better. They could have got into guys more and tried to take away those shot um those shots, but sometimes a team's just hot. And tonight the Nuggets were just on fire from 3 in the first half. So, yes, this game really stinks. It stinks that it was um against the Nuggets, which is a tiebreaker that I think we'll really need this year. So now the series goes to 1 and 1. But To look a bit more into the stats, the Jazz did do a lot better in the second half. They ended up losing by 11. I don't know what the score was at when the Jazz brought in the deep end of their bench, but they did get back into it in the third quarter. They got it within single digits for just a second there, and then the Nuggets put it back out of reach, but I was really happy to see that the Jazz kept playing, even if it ended up being as terrible of a loss as it was, I didn't necessarily feel like the Jazz were too demoralized. They still just came out and gave it their all, and their all just wasn't enough against the, against the Nuggets tonight. So looking at the box score, the Nuggets ended the game on 64% from three. They were three of 11 in the second half. So the Jazz did stop that, but it was too little too late. They needed to just keep their foot on the gas when they got within 10 points at the end of the third. But had they come back from 28 or 29 down, that would have been just an absolute anomaly when you look at games in the NBA. So the first half really sealed the deal in this game. But I, like I said earlier, am happy that the Jazz kept playing. So to look at the box score, the biggest highlight of this game for the Jazz is Bojan was able to get 28 point, 29 points. Now, 21 of those were from the field. Eight of those were from behind the line. And that's, I, I prefer to see less from the free throw line since those are easier buckets. But whatever it takes for Bojan to get back into rhythm, um, he had a season high of 32 in the last game against Denver, backed it up with what I think is his second highest score this season with 29 against um, Denver. I might have said Denver instead of Dallas a second ago for his 32-point performance. But overall, just bad game, but hopefully Bogey's back. Hopefully we're going to see Bogey putting up at least 15-plus and alternating with 20-plus between Conley. I'd love to see Donovan, Bogey, and Conley all go for 20-plus. But I don't think, well, that might be their average at the end of the year. I don't know how often we'll see them going for 20 plus in the same game. Gonna get here to the comment section in a second. If you could leave a like on the video, that would be awesome. And also, we're almost to 350 subscribers. That's our goal by the end of the weekend. So if you're not subscribed, 
please hit the subscribe button. We're doing post games after every game as well as a weekend episode every week. And if you are subscribed and you know someone who would enjoy our content, please let them know. That would be just absolutely awesome to get to 350 by tonight. So we've got some awesome activity in the comment section. Let me take a quick look. A lot of it is that we got destroyed by um, the Joker, by Jokic. So thank you, Troy and Spencer, for hopping on. And thank you, Corbin. Um, Tingus Pingus says, I wouldn't worry too much. It took the Nuggets their best game in a while and the Jazz's worst game in a while for them to win. 100% agree. This was honestly some bad defense by the Jazz, but just an absolutely offensive um, juggernaut game by um, Denver. A game we'd like to win, but a win streak has to end at some point. We need to turn it around. I believe we played Detroit this Tuesday, and that should be a good um, team to play to get back to our winning ways. But I don't want to like be all doom and gloom this episode. Crap happens. Crap happened tonight. Hopefully, I mean, it brought back some memories of last year's playoffs, but we'll, we'll deal with that. We'll deal with that later. Um, Donovan looked like a G leaguer from Will Jensen. Yeah, really rough game. He was three for 12, three for eight from behind the arc. Um, didn't make all his free throws. One rebound, three assists, five turnovers. He has had a few days off. Um, don't know how the how. His concussion symptoms are still affecting him. So I'm going to give it to him. Just hopefully he's able to get back into rhythm. And while you don't want a game against one of the top eight teams in the league to be a game where your star comes back and has a rough night, things happen. So um, Clarkson and Mitchell were struggling. I don't know if I want to say Clarkson. Well, okay, Clarkson was 4-4-11. He was hot there in a second um, for in the third quarter. So yeah, he was struggling, but everyone did keep playing with heart. And if you disagree with me, let me know in the live chat, but I did feel like the jazz kept putting their heart into this game, even when for all intensive purposes, the nuggets had won it. Teams are hard to beat when they're having that type of game. I'm not too worried. Yeah, I agree with you, Tingus. Um, Spencer says the Jazz are not going to beat everyone totally. Um, Troy says we needed this win. I I agree from the aspect of the tiebreaker. I'm okay with this loss in the scope of it, but it would have been awesome to go up 2-0 um, in this series, especially when there could only be one game depending on how, one more game depending on how COVID happens, and to have it locked up at least in a 2-2 tie and hopefully the Jazz could go out and get their, their next win to have this tiebreak, especially if it comes down to the three seed or the two seed being decided um, between them. So thankfully the Jazz did win their last one against them, so we're not down to 0-2 in this series. But from a tiebreaker perspective, this was a really rough game to lose. Everything was rushed and there wasn't the flow. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of flow. It, it started off okay, but when the Nuggets were four for four from three, like, and then they went on to be eight for eight from the quarter, it was just setting up for a painful game to begin with. The Jazz basically needed to match everything offensively because they couldn't get any stops on the defensive end. Um, and last, um, Tinga said just barely, at least we got one of our bad games out of the way early in the season. Yeah, I mean, 
this is the first bad game in the last 11 games. The Jazz, other than the other Nuggets game that the Jazz barely eked out, to start the season off 4-4, four and four, 500, just looking absolutely horrendous in some games and amazing in other games, to then go beat the Bucks to start an 11-0 win streak, have comebacks in that um, over that stretch against the Knicks and the Pelicans, to blow out a struggling Mavs team, but still a talented Mavs team without your backup center in Derek Favors and your all-star and centerpiece Donovan Mitchell is just an exciting 11-0 stretch. So really happy to see that the Jazz were able to come back from that 4-4 beginning to the season. So this game was kind of reminiscent of some other games this year, like the T-Wolves and the Suns, but... Overall, I just did feel like I saw some more heart from the Jazz in this game. So I think that when they play the Pistons, I believe, on Tuesday, they'll come back strong. They'll get a win against a team that they obliterated for their fourth or fifth win in this in this run. So it'll be a great way to get a few wins before February 7th when they play the Pacers. And then February 9th, I believe, when they enter into their gauntlet of the first half of the season, which begins with playing Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. I am excited for that gauntlet. I do expect to see the Jazz picking up a few more losses, but hopeful to see them around um, over 500, around winning two out of every three games during that stretch. Obviously, you'd like to see them picking up three of four or four or five, but there's some great teams that they're going to be facing and it's going to be back to back with limited rest and some tight fourth quarters. So that's going to be a stretch where we really get to see what the jazz are made of leading up to them playing the Lakers for the first time on February 24th, which assuming the jazz stay put together up until then is really the game I'm waiting for to see are the jazz contenders and are they going to be able to take on the best the league has to offer and possibly make it to the to the finals this year, which would be absolutely crazy. Um, Will Jensen says, if we start closing out with more emphasis, we'll do better. Yeah, I think that that'll be good, especially, well, I just have a hard time nitpicking this game since there were some bad wide open threes to start out. But at the same time, Gobert was up in the face of Murray for a couple threes in the first quarter, like just towering over him and somehow they went in. So there was just a lot of luck as um, on Denver's side. And I do have to give Denver credit. You, you truly never get lucky in this league. If you're not good, you can never be lucky. So Denver's a really good, great team in this league. And they just were able to have an amazing performance that I do feel like was some luck. And that'll be counteracted by Denver having some more horrendous games this season, just like the Jazz had a pretty bad game defensively tonight. So it's what happens in the league and you can't win them all. You're not going to go sadly 68 and four this season. Now we can only shoot for 67 and five, but tough loss. And we'll have to move on and just do the best that we can. Um, Troy says Denver has been on a strong run though. Yeah, they did lose to the Spurs last night. This was a game in the back to back and they frankly got blown out by the Spurs probably would have been better for the Jazz had it been a close game against the Spurs and maybe they didn't get as much rest or had they beat the Spurs and the Jazz were able to um, 
and the Nuggets weren't looking to bounce back after what was truly just a terrible loss. So I do expect to see the Nuggets improve a lot. They did have a really rough start to the beginning of the year, but Jokic is honestly front runner in the MVP conversation right now with Joel Embiid, but I do think the Nuggets are a better team than the 76ers. They've shown it against better competition than um, Philadelphia has, and there's some scary stuff. I heard some rumors that maybe the Denver is going to go after P.J. Tucker, and if they were able to pick up P.J. Tucker to replace Jeremy Grant, that um, could be really scary for the Jazz to play them down the down the stretch. So fingers crossed that when the Jazz play them in the second half of the season, I don't believe the third game has been scheduled yet, that they'll be able to come out with a and um, stop them from a defensive aspect. So looking at plus minus really quick, it's probably not a surprise that all the jazz players are in um, that all the jazz players who played significant minutes are in the minus. There's some positives from Juwan Morgan and Brantley, but they were playing garbage time. So not really anything crazy there. Now, a shocking thing that I just realized is Bojan was plus zero. So, I mean, we were toe-to-toe with Denver when he was playing on the court. So, Bojan could be back. I'm really hoping he is. He has shown some flashes of brilliance. I think this is the first time he's done it two games in a row. So, fingers crossed, Bojan coming back would by far be the best thing that we could get out of this. So, those are my thoughts on the Jazz today. I'll be back Tuesday night to discuss the Pistons game. If you have anything else you want to say, please leave it in the chat right now and I'll get to that before I wrap up. But please drop a like. And one more question just for you guys is Dale and I are considering setting up a Patreon where for $1 a month you could get access to just a called bank exclusive Discord where we can chat during the games and also you can... Um, throw up the questions that you want us to discuss in the post-game show. We'll still do the live chat, but that way we can maybe take a bit more of a look into that as well as vote on topics and questions for us to discuss in our Saturday episode. If you can let us know what your thoughts are on that, if um, that's something you like, if that's something you wouldn't do, but you're fine if we do. We really want your feedback just to keep trying to make this strong community. So thank you guys so much. I hope you have a great Sunday afternoon and we will see you Tuesday night. Go Jazz!